0: freeman and welcome back to the steve freeman podcast it is so good to have you here when is it okay if ever to burn a bridge that's what we're going to talk about on today's podcast before we get started i want to thank everybody for subscribing to the podcast if you're listening on apple Podcasts, if you're listening on google or stitcher iheartradio radio.com uh, if you're watching on YouTube, do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast. If you happen to be listening on Apple podcast, uh, do me a favor, leave a review. We're moving up the rankings in new and noteworthy. I want to make it all the way to the top, and I know you guys can help make that happen. So if you wouldn't mind, as you're listening to the podcast, please leave a review and give us Five stars. If you're not following me on social media, it's at the Steve Freeman everywhere. And as always, more and more of you guys are joining the revolution. It's my free weekly newsletter: tips, tricks, advice, a lot of personal stuff. And honestly, the subject of today's podcast is probably going to be. I'm going to talk a little bit about it in this week's revolution uh, as well. So. Thank you guys for doing all that and uh, signing up for the revolution. If you want to do that, you can do that at my website, thestevefreeman.com or podcast.com Guys, the, the subject of today's podcast is and, and I'm gonna be real honest with you. I I didn't prepare a lot. Well, and, well, I'd say that I always prepare a lot for the podcast, but I I didn't write a script or like have anything in front of me today that's like, okay, you make sure you want to hit this point, this point. I I didn't do that uh, today Uh, because the subject of today's podcast is I I want it to come more from my heart and and I I hope you guys can get something out of it because I did something on Sunday that uh, I, I think I've only done it twice in my entire life, but I just felt like it needed to be done. And I did it. The subject we're talking about today is burning bridges. And when is it okay, if ever, to burn a bridge, whether it's professionally or in the music business or personally, we all run into those situations where we have relationships that go south, or we we expect too much from the relationship, quite honestly. And that's, I know that for me, that is where I get into hot water almost every time, because I invest a lot in my friendships. I invest a lot in my relationships. And when I don't immediately, or maybe sometimes not even immediately, but when I don't feel that that investment is coming back and I don't see a return or I don't see the other person investing as much into our relationship, business or professional as I do, then well, I just get pissed off. That's the best way to put it. Now, should I react that way about it? Probably not, because we don't always know what's going on in somebody else's life or somebody else's career, even though they may be friends or a close business relationship. We don't always know what's going on in their heart, in their mind, physically, emotionally, financially. We don't don't know those things. And I know for me, I am really bad about not giving people the benefit of the doubt. And just seeing things as they are for face value, and then I really let that upset me, and I let that affect the relationship, and then ultimately I end up burning a bridge. Now, I will say, I've said in previous podcasts, I, usually I don't mind burning bridges because what something that I've done in my career and, and even in my life is when I come to a bridge, I stand there for a while. And I look around and I, and I, what I try to do in my mind, and I don't know if you guys do this or not, but what I try to do is think five years down the road and I'm standing there in front of the bridge and I'm looking and I I think to myself, is this going to be worth it? Is this going to be a return on investment from a relationship standpoint? Can I, can I see what's going to happen here? I can use what's happened to me in the past and try to apply that to what I think is going to happen in this situation. I can do that. I do that a lot. And then I preemptively either start to walk across the bridge and then turn around and absolutely set it on fire or I just burn it right up front. I, I, I don't know that that's a healthy way to go about it. I, I, I could say that I have no regrets. But the reason that I wanted to talk about this in the podcast today is because I did something Sunday morning. Like I said, I believe that I've done it twice in my entire life. I had a friend, a co-writer, somebody that I was co-producing some stuff with, writing a lot of stuff with, um, out in Los Angeles. And I'm not going to name any names, uh, but this is a personal story. Um, He and I were getting along great. We were writing a lot of good stuff together. We were trying to help each other. Uh, with a lot of the things that that he had some pieces of the puzzle that I needed. I had some pieces of the puzzle that he needed. And so we thought we would make a lot better team than two individual me's. And we've talked about that in the past. And for about a year, year and a half, we we worked really great together. We 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 just did we do, it was it was a simpatico kind of thing we just we just kind of fit we knew each where each other was coming from we wrote great songs together uh, we produced great music together and it was just a very two way street relationship and I had some things going on personally and. What I, what I ended up doing was I ended up getting really upset at this person over one particular thing. I thought we were going to do this thing together. And then he decided he was going to do it with somebody else, but didn't tell me. And I, I realized after we had been talking about doing this thing together and meetings and logos and all of this stuff. And then I find out on social media one day that he's decided to do it with this other person and not involve me at all. Now, is that right? I, that's that I'm not going to say. But it is his prerogative he can do. But what I did was I took it personally instead of taking it professionally. I took it personally. And instead of sending him a text or giving him a call and saying, hey, man, I just saw this This really hurts my feelings. And and I thought we were friends. I thought we were going to do this together. You know, have I done something to upset you? That is how I should have handled the situation. That is not how I handled the situation at all. I handled it completely wrong. I blasted off a text message and it was basically one of those FU text messages and followed, He sent me an email and he goes, whoa, 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 man, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. What's going on? And I followed up his email and just said, look, I don't, I don't, I don't have time for this bullshit. And I just went off on the guy and unfollowed him on all social media, blocked him on social media. And that was the last time we spoke. Now, I can honestly say that that's been over a year ago. And I've, of course, been to L.A. many, many, many times since then, and we've not connected. We've not spoken. Um, as far as I know, I'm mean, he still has me blocked on Instagram. Uh, I don't have him blocked, but we're not friends. I think he's got me blocked, and for good reason. But I guess over the last year, year and a half since this happened, um, I've thought about him a few times. But not really in a sense where I can sit back and go, okay, I made a mistake, and I want to try to make this right. And, and just to be hundred percent truthful with you, I, I my ego is bigger than that. I very rarely admit when I'm wrong, uh, and I certainly don't like appearing that way. And maybe, and, and I think honestly, honest to God, that's a weakness within me, uh, and that's something that I've got to work on. Personally and professionally. And because I, I've created this thing for myself that I don't need anybody and I don't care what other people think. And and a large part of that is true, but that does not do well towards cultivating and building relationships that you really want and need to have. Well, Sunday morning I woke up and and this guy was was just really on my heart and on my mind, and it was almost it was almost one of those things where you feel like, you know, and I've talked about this before. I don't know if you're a religious person. I don't care if you are or if you're not, but for me, it's a God thing. And I felt like it was placed on my heart that I needed to send this guy a text message. So I did. I sent a text and I said, basically, I said, I woke up this morning, you know, with you on my mind and, and in my heart. And I just wanted to apologize to you. I treated you wrong. You were a good friend to me. We were, we were, we worked great together. I had some things going on in my personal life and some other professional situations that 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 was acting as a filter on how I was seeing and acting towards you. And regardless if we ever speak again or if we're ever even friends or we ever work together, or if we don't, I wanted you to know that I was wrong and I apologize. And I want to ask your forgiveness. And I hope that you're doing well personally and professionally. And again, I apologize. And I have not heard back from him. And that's okay. And I understand it. I'm not holding any grudges about that because the one of the things that I wanted to talk about in the podcast today is in realizing that I didn't get a text back from him on that I didn't get upset. I'm not still not upset about it because I did what I felt like I was supposed to do on my side of it. I felt that impression or that whatever you want to call it inside that said, you need to do what you can do to make this situation right. Not you need to make this situation right so that he will make it right with you. Or don't tell him that you're sorry so that you think you're going to turn around and get a, well, man, I'm sorry too back. You, you can't take and make a selfless act selfishly. And in all honesty, that's how I know that I made the right decision to do what it was that I did. We don't know what the reason that we get these feelings are. I, like I said, I woke up, the guy was in my on my mind, hasn't been on my mind for a, uh, over a year, but he was today, and we don't ever know. We don't know what's going on in somebody else's life. Maybe he needed to hear that. Maybe he's not at a point where I was. Maybe he's still super mad at me and super angry at me, and he has every right to be. Maybe he won't ever text me back. Maybe he won't ever say that he accepts my apology, but that was not the reason for doing it. And I think a lot of times in our lives and in our business, I think that we've got to sometimes do things a little less selfishly. We need to do things that are right for us, regardless of how somebody else is going to respond, what somebody else is going to think about it, or even more importantly, what we're going to get in return from those people. Yes, when you're talking about investing in relationships like we've talked before on the podcast, I do think it's important that when you're investing that you get that investment back. It's the same thing as a personal relationship. Nobody wants to be married to somebody that puts in 110% while the other person's putting in nothing, of which I'm totally guilty of as well at times. But this is what I'm talking about. I think there are times when it's if we just stopped thinking about ourselves for long enough to go, I'm going to do this because I need to do this, not because I'm expecting a certain result or I'm expecting this in return from this person, but just purely so that we can feel good inside and we can know that regardless of what the the comeback might be because everything that goes around comes around, regardless of what that come around is going to be. We need that peace of mind emotionally. We need that peace of mind to know that we did the right thing. And like I said, this person may never text me again. They may never accept my apology. And if they don't, I understand completely. Because I did what I felt I was supposed to do. That doesn't make me the better man. It doesn't make me the better person. It doesn't make me the better friend. It doesn't make me any of that. What it does is gives me a sense of satisfaction that I righted the wrong on my side. And sometimes that just has to be enough for us. Beyond that situation. Like I've said, I've burnt many a bridge uh, in my day, personally, professionally. I think I burnt one earlier this week, uh, honestly. But I I don't know how you are. I don't know how you handle these things. And I would love to know if if wherever you're listening or watching, if if you have the ability to comment or message me, I would love to know how and what you guys think about this and how you handle this and how you deal with it with yourself, because I think we can all learn from each other. You never stop learning. Uh, Even with all the songs that I've written, I'm not done learning on how to write better songs. Producing records, I'm not done learning. If you ever think you get to the point where you have stopped learning, you have become your greatest obstacle in your success. I can tell you that. There is another side to this, though, and I, I think it's important that I touch on it today, and that is sometimes it's okay to burn a bridge. I've said this at speaking engagements when I've talked to students or music conferences or things like that. And it's always funny. I love watching people's reaction on their face when I say this because they can't believe that I say it. It is okay sometimes to burn a bridge. And, and I do this because I've gotten to the point where I can almost tell right up front. If I'm entering into a business relationship with someone. I can almost tell now whether I'm going to get burned or not, or is this a relationship where I'm just going to be used? Am I going to give, 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 and give, and this person's going to take and take and take. And then when I ask for something, they act like they've already given you the world when they've never done anything for you at all and they've not invested or contributed to the relationship at all. I've gotten pretty good at that because, like I've said before, like in artist development, the only reason I know how to, to develop artists and do it right is because I did it wrong many, many, many times. So I, I feel like I know what I'm talking about and I know what I'm doing when it comes to these relationships because I've done them all the wrong way before. And I've seen pretty much all of the outcomes that can come out, uh, the successful relationships, the relationships that didn't work out, the relationships where you get sued. I've been through all of it. And you almost get to a point where, where, especially in the music business, you get very apprehensive. You get very apprehensive about wanting to even put yourself out there and welcome new relationships, which then also transfers and goes into your personal life. Because you know as well as I do, if you're a creative out there, if you're a songwriter or a producer or an artist or YouTube or whatever it is that you do or small business owner, we are our brand. It's very difficult for us to separate ourselves, you know, our, our business persona from our professional persona. So when we have issues in our business lives, we start to take on those effects and that damage, we let, it, we let it affect us not only from a business standpoint, but we let it affect us from a personal standpoint. Then we start to filter all of the personal relationships through the tragedies and wrongdoings that have happened in our business relationships. Because again, we can't separate the two. I'm not Steve Freeman, the songwriter, producer, and artist development guy, you know, over here from nine to five. And then, you know, at five o'clock every day, I clock out and I'm Steve Freeman, the husband and the dad. And, I, and I, I can't not let what's happened to me, the professional me, all day long affect how I'm going to react and what I'm going to say when I'm not being that guy. Because to me, I am always the brand. Now, that can be a good thing. That can be a bad thing. But like I was saying, we start to let those relationships filter down through and it, we, we, we respond, we react and we make that decision whether to let people in or keep them out and we build these walls around ourselves based on the past experiences that we've had now that's a it can be a good thing it can be a bad thing i mean for every person that says building a wall is is being insecure and not being open somebody else would say building a wall is keeping yourself safe So there's always two sides to every story. I have built walls for both reasons. I have built walls in my personal and professional life to protect myself. And I've also built them so that people can't get in and see the real me. For both reasons. So when you think about your career and you think about your life, and you're looking out over all these different bridges because let's face it, every day we get up. If you're doing what you're supposed to do to try to achieve your success, I've said it before. Your your only job is to get up every day and get on the road and walk one direction or the other. For those of you that haven't heard me use this example, I will I will use this example. Uh, let's success is a train, right? And the road and the path to success is train tracks. Your job every single day is to get up and place yourself in the middle of the tracks and walk one direction or the other. You don't know when that train is coming. You don't know from which direction it's coming. But the only way that it's going to hit you is if you get up and place yourself in the middle of the tracks and you stay there all the time. That's it. Well, in the process of doing that, you're going to come across many, many, many bridges. And at times it is very difficult to know, is this a bridge worth crossing? Is this a bridge worth burning? Some of the times we walk across the bridges and we don't know that it's a bridge worth burning until we're at, we're on the other side. That's how most of us figure it out. That's how most of us form our opinions. And that's unfortunately how most of us form the relationships that we have moving forward. Because most oftentimes, we don't know that the bridge should have been burned until we've crossed it. And I'm just as guilty of doing something else uh, a lot of the time, and that is, I will burn the bridge just so nobody can come behind me. I've been down the road, I've been across the bridge. I don't want anybody else coming across that bridge because getting across that bridge was a bitch. And it was hard and it was difficult, and I got scars. And I bled. And I want to save somebody else from that. It is a balancing act when it comes to relationships and bridges. So when is it okay to burn a bridge? Well, that's kind of up to you. Like I said, we all filter those through our daily experiences. We, we filter those through how we've been treated in the past And how we're trying to keep ourselves from being treated in the future. The one thing that I do know is that if you're standing where you're standing and you're looking out over this bridge. The only way to get to the other side is to literally walk across the bridge. What I've got to do and what I'm advising you guys to do is pay really close attention. There are a lot of bridges out there. Make sure that you're crossing the right bridges. And if you find yourself making the wrong decisions and crossing the wrong decisions, don't feel bad about burning that bridge. You may regret it later. But even if you do, you've learned something from it. But sometimes getting to the other side is worth it. Sometimes learning those lessons of having crossed a bridge you wished you hadn't Or what leads you to the next bridge that gets you where you want to go? That I know for sure. And you can take it from me because I've probably burnt more bridges than all of you put together. Some of them I will say I actually do regret. Most of them I don't because I keep my eyes focused forward. Coming up, I know that I'm going to burn even more bridges. Like I said, I think I burned one earlier this week with a really good friend but he caught me at a bad moment and I just lost it (laughs) that's the best way to put it. And I'm going to end up apologizing to, I'm just not ready to apologize to him yet. And And I think that is also a big part of this. You, you have got to find where you're comfortable. You have got to find that level for yourself of, I know that I've done wrong or I feel like I've been wronged, but how is it going to help me get where I want to go? Sometimes those bridges that we burn, those ashes stay on our back for a little while. And it's not until the time that we decide to get up, step up and brush those ashes off that we actually leave the bridges burned or unburned where they belong. And that is behind us. There are new opportunities that await us every day. There are new relationships that await us every day. So, when is it okay to burn a bridge? It's kind of a bridge by bridge decision, isn't it? Just be careful. Think about yourself. Think about if what's on the other side of that bridge from what you can see is worth even getting there. I've said it a million times. This is a me, me, me world. Not a lot of we's out there. And there are a lot of bridges. My hope for you, I put this on Instagram, and this kind of sums up the way that I am. And I'm not saying that this is right for everybody, but this is kind of the mantra that I live by now And it's very simple. May the bridges I burn light the way. And that's what I hope for you. Even if you make a mistake, even if you burn a bridge, burn it high, pour gasoline all over it, and may the light of that fire lead you to where you're going. That's my hope for you. Guys, thank you for joining me for another episode of the Steve Freeman Podcast. Like I said, I pre-recorded all of these because I'm in Los Angeles this week, uh, having a good time with the family. If you want to follow along with what's going on while we're out there, I'm going to be posting it all on social media. Follow me at the Steve Freeman everywhere on social media, but pretty much Instagram. That's where I pretty much pretty much live. If you haven't already, no matter where you're listening to the podcast, please subscribe to the podcast. If you're watching the video version on YouTube or you're on Apple Podcast or uh, Google Play, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Radio.com. We just added Radio.com. Glad to be on uh, that format as well. And like I said before, please, if you don't mind, leave a review and click that those uh, five stars um, on Apple Podcast help us move up the rankings. And if you'd like to know more and kind of go even deeper and more personal, my weekly newsletter, The Revolution, is the perfect way to do that. It's absolutely free. I don't sell your information or any shit like that. So settle down. But you can find it at thesteefreeman.com or thesteefreemanpodcast.com. Sign up. It comes at you a minimum of one time per week. Guys, thank you for being here again today. We will see you again Wednesday at noon and again yet on Friday at noon. And as always, keep being creative, keep pressing the boundaries, and there's nothing wrong with being independent. See you in the next one. Last night I was screaming out loud, California.